This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. In up 20 minutes, Brian McFadden will join us. NFL playoffs. Who does he like heading into the AFC-NFC championship games? NFL Blitz is on the way here in just a few minutes. If you're just joining us, um, we were talking about Stetson Bennett. And, Mike, I, did you put the tweet out there yet, by the way? Did you put, put it out there? I did not tweet it yet. Okay, because we were talking about this. Um, and, and Stetson Bennett, if you're going, what now? It's nothing bad. Nothing. He's just decided that he's not going to participate in the Senior Bowl. And he had said earlier in the week, yeah, I'm going to do it. He's got a few teammates that are going to going to be there. Mm-hmm. But he had told reporters last week he was considering the opportunity. So he has declined now. And we were talking about this, and a lot of guys were saying, you know, what's the deal? First of all, we have nothing against Stetson Bennett. (laughs) Zero. Okay? We are so happy that we are able to talk about two championships back-to-back unprecedented guys again you're you're in legendary status now we start talking about teams and quarterbacks that have done this in back-to-back years so I have nothing bad to say about Stetson Bennett but when we talk about his future and we continue as a show to get asked Dukes and Bell is he an NFL quarterback is he going to get a shot right you have to go earn that I know what you did in college I get it I turn the tape on I see it but that doesn't translate to some NFL teams, coaches, front offices who go, we still have our doubts. Let's go see what the kid is all about. And that's all we're saying. I would have gone and I would have made the commitment, Mike, to go to the Senior Bowl. Just to put it out there, man, again, now Malik Willis was coming from a smaller school. He had transferred from, Alabama, uh, from Auburn to Liberty. So a little bit different. Obviously, you know, yes, much more spotlight on a guy who's gone to two back-to-back national championships as a finalist for the Heisman. But still, it's the NFL, guys. you gotta, you got to separate the college game from the NFL. We had to spend a week last, was it uh, three years ago, about Kyler Murray. Well, is he really five foot ten? Because if he's five nine and three quarters, he can't play in the NFL. This is the stupid stuff and the it, metrics they use. It was real, Mike, right? We couldn't believe it. Right. I, my whole thing, and, and listen, this is a phrase I use all the time, can he play? Can he play? This is a guy, you know, at, at Oklahoma we're talking about. So all I'm telling you is... Just because you did something, just because you were able to throw the ball 40 yards, it's there's still these stupid – now, again, some of them are silly, but there's these hoops you got to jump through to get to the next level. I just thought going to see – like, hey, more experience, get more coaches on you. As we said, forge those – maybe those experiences. And then somebody who might like you better than somebody else, now you're making more guaranteed money at least because you're going to get a higher draft pick. That's common sense to me. Me too. All right, you got a thought or two about it. You can hit us up. Let's put a poll up, Chris, about Stetson Bennett, and does this help or hurt his chances? Does it matter? How do you feel about it by not participating in the Senior Bowl? Now, this does not mean, by the way, he's not going to do the combine because he probably will or have a pro day at Georgia because he probably will. And not everybody throws at their pro day. Yeah. Even guys that have cannons don't throw. They want to they do it with their receivers because sometimes you don't have that connection. You throw it to somebody you just met. The ball doesn't get to where it's supposed to. It makes you look bad. That's why some guys only throw at their own events. And, and I think, Mike, when you go to these, like the Senior Bowl, and you've got other quarterbacks who are projected to be NFL guys there, let's just say Will Levis is gone. And I don't know if he is. Right, and you go, you go show out. That's a positive for you. 
That that's you know we always talk about the, the the physical stature and what teams are looking for. All right, so you show up and let's just say, and I'm using him as an example. Will six five, he's six four, whatever he is, big arm, Mike. But you go and you show up and you show out against that competition. It only helps you, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's great to throw by yourself and throw to the receivers you know and and all of that. But but now you get compared to some of the other guys that may get taken high. That helps, and that's that's where I'm at. By the way, you mentioned uh, Levis, and you got to see Will Levis in uh, Kentucky when you saw Georgia play up there. I read uh, Mel Kuyper's got one of his mocks out there, and he had a lot of people follow off the old hair helmet because he's been doing it for a long time. And he was saying for as many coaches and GMs and personnel people that look at Levis and say, bam, some bad decisions, bad throws, there's still the stuff where you say, wow, he can do X, X, Y, Z. There's a comparison to Josh Allen. So it only takes those three or four teams to fall in love with him, somebody oh, yeah. to move up, but that's why he's getting all that love. The one that I really don't understand, and it's something that you and I spoke about earlier, is when you talk about Anthony Richardson, that you want to talk about the ultimate unfinished, unpolished gem and unfinished project. If you thought that Trey Lance or Malik Willis needed some time, this guy played in the SEC and still would literally go from series to series looking like he was the best to the worst quarterback in the conference. Yeah, it's the raw talent, which is hard to deny. But if you're a team that's willing to have him sit for a while, Mike, and we know there are teams out there, but I've seen him as high as he's a top 10 pick. I'm talking about Anthony Richardson, right, from the quarter, right. quarterback from Florida. How? Like, I, I, I get it. 6'4", again, the natural talent. And we got plenty of time to break down the draft. But I'm like, Mike, you're drafting him. He's sitting. He's mm-hmm. got to learn and, and, and develop a little bit. And you're going to say, well, didn't we do that with Ritter? Yeah, but not with the ninth overall pick. That's the fundamental difference. The reason why we weren't in a rush is because you didn't have to be with a third-round pick. Mike, right. we said this. If Ritter was a top-10 pick last year, there would have been a lot more pressure from us to play him earlier. But we didn't have to do that because we had Marcus, and we were okay. And Not when you're taking him right. 8, 9, or 10 in the draft, and you're, you're, your team is relying on this guy to come in and potentially be a franchise quarterback. All right, more on that coming up. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Let's get to an NFL. Blue. Dukes and Bell. NFL Blitz brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMensMedical.com. Let's hear from Patrick Mahomes, the man himself. First of all, he's talking about Cincinnati. They've lost three in a row in the last calendar year, okay, to Cincinnati. That has to be a concern in the back of their minds, Mike. And Patrick Mahomes was asked about, well, how do you beat Cincinnati? Yeah, they're coached well, man. Uh, uh, their defense coordinator, Coach Anarumo, has, has done a great job of changing up the game plan. I think that's been the best thing is very game plan specific. Uh, it's never the same. He gives you different looks out of the same the same look but different coverages, and that's what I think a lot of great defense coordinators do is they're able to coach their team up and do a lot of different stuff and variety of stuff but still be sound in it, and I think that's what they do well. And then they have great players. I mean, at the end of the day, they have great players that, that are, that are mm-hmm. extremely coachable and go out there and do their job to the best of their ability. And so uh, when you're at this point in the playoffs, you're playing against great teams, and it's about who can execute at a higher level. Love that guy, man. I don't know who to root for this one. Joe Cool or obviously Patrick Mahomes. Either one. You can't go As a guy has got no skin in the game, well, well, eventually you and I will put some skin in the game tomorrow. We'll yes, do the we picks. Will. Yes, we but, will. But, uh, yeah, I'm just, I, just, I, would, I just hate the fact that he's going into this little gimpy with that high ankle sprain. Yeah, because I, I want the best. Right. Like, I want – and listen, after this game is over, there will be no excuses. If you played, you played. Right. But I, w- I would want 100% Patrick Mahomes to say, hey, we did our best, or for that matter, Joe Burrow, if they get beat. We'll see. Here's Mahomes on the ankle, Mike. This is the big concern. Patrick, where are you at? 
I mean, moving on it during the game definitely definitely hurt. Um, but uh, after the game, I was able to rest it and kind of ice it up and do different stuff like that. I felt in a little bit better position, and obviously the next morning felt a little bit better, and I've continued to get better throughout the week. Okay. okay. I mean, shoot him up, tape it up, get out there, do his thing, the therapy. But, you know, it's just a lingering pain in the butt kind of injury. that, And because he's got – again. He is who he is because, and it's not necessarily like speed demon Lamar Jackson stuff. It's the stopping on a dime. It's the whoop, throwing that three-quarter throw. It's just the, the uniqueness of Patrick Mahomes' ability to move around between hash line. I mean, between, and, and to the sideline. Yeah, it's it's that added value, Mike. Zach Taylor's the coach of the Bengals, and he talked about preparing to play the Chiefs again. It feels like we played them a really long time ago. I mean, I, I, I don't even know how many games ago it was, to be quite honest with you. I don't even know what month it was in, but – you know, teams continue to evolve. Different strengths pop up, different weaknesses pop up, and so you got to do the whole game planning thing all over again and then get your guys ready to go and play in a tough environment against a great team. Yeah, um, and I said the, the line moved. So if you yeah. go back to earlier in the week, right, it was Mahomes, the ankle. At one point, the Bengals were a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Now they're a one-point underdog because people saw Patrick Mahomes walking around yesterday, Mike, and they were mm. like, oh, he's walking? He, he doesn't have a boot on? Like, people freaked out, and, and Vegas was like, oh, well, then he's going to be better than what we expected, and the line moved. I don't know if it'll move again, but right now the Chiefs are a one-point favorite. Yeah. And, you know, the pressure, i got to be honest with you, I think the pressure is still on Andy Reid. I do, too. Because you just laid it out. The Bengals have beaten them down. They, they, they're not scared of going into Arrowhead. They did it last year. Mahomes, I mean, Mahomes is as cool as can be, and Joe Burrow is about the coolest cat on the planet right now playing pro sports. So just a matter of who's the defense going to come up with the turnovers. I think in both cases of the AFC, I think we mentioned this yesterday, if Purdy's going to win in Philadelphia, then Kittle's got to have at least one touchdown and, and got to have 75 to 100 yards receiving in the same. I mean, Kelsey, that's kind of every game, right, with him and Patrick Mahomes. No doubt. Let's hear from uh, Philly quarterback Jalen Hurts. He talked about his leadership. I think I think I, have, I just have the desire to, to, to win. I think I have a desire to win. Um, I, I put the work in for it, try and be diligent with everything. I try and be the best teammate and leader that I can be and ultimately try and set set the pace um, and set the temperature of the room. He's a very grounded individual, man. Think about the adversity he's had to overcome at Alabama halftime. Hey, you're being benched. I'm putting two in. Okay, coach. I don't care as long as we win. I mean, mm-hmm. this kid... And I say that because he's young, Mike. He's only 24 years old in an NFC championship game. And you hear him. I just think he's very grounded. And that's why his teammates love him. Right. Um, what about A.J. Brown? Because they were talking about Brown. And how big of a game does he have to have against the 49ers? Yeah, he was a little conspicuous with his absence of big moments last week. Although the Giants, as we said, you never really felt like the Giants going to threaten in that one. I mean, for them to win, you'd like to think against that 49er defense that if you're going to devote more attention to Devontae Smith, then he should pop for something, shouldn't he? I think so. He was asked about it, and he was like, I'm not a diva. It's just not nothing to worry about. Like I said, I'm focused on this week, um, and uh, I'm ready to go. No injury. I'm just ready to go. That's all y'all need to worry about. <laughs> okay, okay, AJ. All right, don't yell at me, man. I'm right here. Well, but you said it. Like You know the Philly media. Mm-hmm. They were like, yo, where were you last week? Why did you 22 yards on three receptions. Where were you? Why, why did you show up? And he's like, I'm ready for this week. Okay. I I, I think they can take some shots down the field and, and hit some big shots over the top of that 49er defense. We are going to see. Hold on. Let me do the math. Uh, I, just, I just stumbled on a little factoid. One, two, three. One touchdown in his last four games. A.J.? A.J. Brown. Mm. That's why they've been on him. And this is the big moments, Mike. This is the, this is the championship game. 
This is it. Make, <laughs> Make no mistake about it. Yeah. Come on, Chris. Everybody. Yeah. Nobody. Okay, nobody likes Kenny Loggins. Back to you. Uh, so Nathaniel Hackett has landed on his feet, Mike. Bum. New York Jets. Well, that means, by gosh, that Aaron Rodgers is certainly going to want to be traded to the Jets because he and that guy did so much great. No, that's what people are saying. People are putting that together, that this is the precursor to the Aaron Rodgers trade to the Jets. Chris, this gets you super excited watching your, your Jets from afar. Now you've got Nathaniel Hackett running the show. The play calling is going to be out of this world. F those picks. <laughs> Get them in here. Reunite them. Right. And you know who else we're going to bring in? Who? How about a guy named OBJ? Hey. Oh. Hey. Okay. He's going to be 100% healthy. Dallas really wanted to bring him back, but the doctors couldn't sign off him because it had been so late in the year that he broke his knee, blew his knee out. I like that. And that's all the weapons you need. Yeah. Defense is good enough. Now, here's a great debate. Hackett, just like with Matt LaFleur in Green Bay, the same thing that enemy hears about Andy Reid or Leftwich used to hear about Arians. I mean, are you really the offensive guru, you know, that's going to be able to do the job? Because you were certainly not qualified to be a head coach. That was apparent the first game of the season. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't get me excited. We'll see. Jets have weapons. Joe Namath said they need to go get there. I mean, if nobody else did, Jets should be listening to Broadway Joe. <laughs> It's Duke Chabelle. It's our NFL Blitz. Uh, Mike, they're saying D'Amico Ryans is now the guy that's the front runner, the top candidate for the Broncos okay. job. Okay. Now, here's the deal. If you're gonna, who, I'd like to know in that interview process, who is the greatest offensive mind that's available in the NFL you're bringing into the OC to fix our $242 million Russell Ooh. Wilson problem? It's, to me, that's the biggest question. Then Hackett, of course, was the uh, you know quasi-OC in Green Bay, but no one, no, but Carl, who foresaw the Russell Wilson implosion this year in Denver. Certainly not network television. They were scheduled to be on every other game. They had to flex and move. <laughs> they bumped them late in right? the year. Hey, our poll question's up at Dukes and Bell 929. Is Stetson Bennett making a mistake by not going to the Senior Bowl? You can vote. It's two answers, guys. Yes, could help his stock. No, low draft pick, period. Go vote at Dukes and Bell 929. Brian McFadden's going to stop by next. Two-time Super Bowl champion. We'll get his thoughts on this, these uh, AFC and NFC championship games. What does he think needs to happen for both teams at home trying to get mm. to the Super Bowl? I mean, look, the 49ers have the best defense statistically in the league, right? And they're going into to Philly. And then you talk about the Chiefs might just. It is Dukes and Bell, and we love chopping it up with guys who know. The next guest on this program knows. Two-time Super Bowl champion football analyst. For CBSSports.com, and uh, he's doing a variety of other things. Podcast is off the hook as well. Brian McFadden, we call him B-Mac, joining us right now on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And B, it's good to have you back on. We're down to the championship games, and I want to start with the the Chiefs, man, because Mike said he thinks the pressure is on Andy Reid and the Chiefs because they've not been able to beat the Bengals these last three times. And, you know, last year it was a chance to do just this, go to the Super Bowl. Bengals beat them and went to the Super Bowl. So where are you at when it comes to the Chiefs and their mindset when you know you haven't had success against a team? And I don't know if you had this in your career when you were with the Steelers where, you, you know, you, you're trying to get over the hump and you can't find a way to beat that team that you need to beat. That's the Bengals for the Chiefs right now. Yeah, I agree. I think the pressure is on Kansas City, um, you know, having the number one spot um, in the AFC and because of what happened last week, with Cincy and Buffalo, everything has to go through Arrowhead. 
that's the ideal situation you want to be in. But when you factor in having a guy like Pat Mahomes as your quarterback, one of the best in the league, I think he is the best quarterback in the league. When you talk about having the experienced play caller and Andy Reid and the continuity they have on both sides of the football, yes. The pressure is on because they're playing against a team that's not afraid of them. They're playing against a team that believes they can go into what they call Burrowhead. You know, Cincinnati, <laughs> the players there are calling Arrowhead Burrowhead. They believe they can go into Burrowhead and take care of business and make that atmosphere feel like a home field advantage in their favor because they've done it over and over again. They did it last year in the AFC Championship game. They played this year. They took care of business. You know what I mean? So you look at Joe Burrow head-to-head against the Kansas City Chiefs, head-to-head against uh, Pat Mahomes, a guy who we believe is our version of Dan Marino, but he's a little more athletic. There, the pressure definitely is on Kansas City to be able to prevail and do what they were not able to do last year, which is beating the Chiefs, beating the Bengals, I'm sorry, in the playoffs. And, you know, Brian, I mean, it's a lot's been made about Patrick Mahomes in the ankle because it still is a thing. What makes him so dynamic is his ability to you know, make guys miss, buy time in the pocket, make those crazy, you know, three-quarter throws. I mean, it is, it's, it's a real thing because he's not going to be 100%, isn't it? No question. If Pat Mahomes played any other position outside of quarterback where it requires you to really move around and utilize speed and quickness, he wouldn't be playing. We know how severe ankle injuries are. Can be. I feel like playing sports, playing you know sports where you got to move around. Two things you want to have: an ankle injury or a hamstring injury, because it takes time. But because of the situation, because of the magnitude of the ball game, he's going to play. But I agree with you; he's not going to be a hundred percent. But I'll say this, guys: if Pat Mahomes is able to win this ball game on one leg, go ahead and get get his Hall of Fame jacket right now. <laughs> I totally agree. I mean, he's special. Uh, five straight AFC championship games? Come on. Since he took over? It's already it's yeah. already at a level where you're like, this is stupid. It's Brian McFadden joining us here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. By the way, before we get into some of this Eagles conversation, I got to ask you, how's your boy Patrick Peterson, man? I mean, that, mm. boy, that was tough. That was tough. Man, it was tough, no question. Clearly, when you get to that moment, you know, in the playoffs, you have aspirations of going deep in the playoffs, trying to make a significant run. The way they lost that ball game, you know, defensively, as a a whole, really didn't put forth their best effort. And that's the nature of the beast in the playoffs. You know, one ball can bounce one way, the ball can bounce the the other way before you know it. You're on the outside looking in, you know what I mean? So, as a team, they did some pretty good things with the first-year head coach, you know, won the division, had a home playoff game, but clearly didn't reach the mark of, of where they wanted to go based on how successful they were. But Pat P., man, he, he's happy with what he did as an individual. I actually got an opportunity, me and Pat was chopping it up, and I like to say this right now while I'm on air. You know, Pat is a free agent. He currently lives here in Atlanta as well. And one thing he mentioned to me about, he's like, Mac, you heard about this whole Lamar Jackson situation to Atlanta. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's rumors here or there. Well, he said, you know what? I wouldn't mind playing for the Falcons, especially if they can pull that off. Well, two things. I love the guy's game, but his game isn't the same as it was in the MVP season. From what you've seen, how much of that is they haven't put the pieces around him? How much of it is injury? The the offensive coordinator, the Godman MVP is no longer there. Why has his game gone a little sideways the last two years? Injuries, and they don't have any pieces around him. Let's keep it real, right? When you, if you were to rank the wide receivers in the AFC based on their teams, what would you rank the Ravens? Yeah, wide bottom, receivers, bottom third, last, right? Dead last. It wouldn't be in front of Cincy. 
wouldn't be wouldn't be in front of Cincy, wouldn't be in Pittsburgh, even with George Pickens uh, as a rookie. You still would take the Pittsburgh Steelers wide receivers in totality over Baltimore and had Cleveland with Amari Cooper, Peoples Jones, all of those guys. So when you look at the pieces or the lack thereof, name me another quarterback that has been asked to do so much, to do more with less, and being able to do so. So when you talk about Lamar Jackson, yes, you look at Lamar Jackson and you put him in high regards based on the talent and based on what he's been able to achieve early in his professional career. But look at the other quarterbacks that have been consistent and look at the luxury they have in regards to who's catching passes from them. So you're telling me I can go ahead and start making phone calls. Pat, Patrick Peterson is game to be here in the ATLs. That's what you're telling me. No question. All right. No make question. Sure. It is our man, Brian McFadden. Uh, let's talk about these Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Um, Patrick, they got it. I mean, um, uh, B, they got a, a defense, man, for the ages. I mean, I'm looking at the talent across the board. I am really impressed with how they stop the run, stuff the run, what they do up front. I just think this is a game where Brock Purdy takes a step back. I may be wrong about this. How do you see what the Eagles are going to do against the 49ers? Yo, I'm right there with you. I'm not necessarily saying San Francisco will lose, lose this ball game because of Purdy, but I think in totality the Eagles just got too much heat. Mm. Man, you talk about mm. defensively. They got three guys that got double-digit sacks. Think about that. Three guys that have double-digit sacks, and one of the guys is an interior in Hargrave who plays the defensive tackle. And you're mm. not even throwing in Fletcher's Scott's name right. in regards to that number based on stats. And he's a baller. You got Hassan Reddick, who's, who came over to be a big-time contributor. You got an all-pro in the secondary. You got a pro bowl in the secondary. This is a team that's loaded with five stars. I said this last week, you know, after the Giants took a loss to uh, Philly, and they were asking me my assessments on what I saw. I said, that, kind, that game reminded me a little bit of what we saw in the national championship game with Georgia versus TCU. TCU just didn't have enough five stars. The they didn't is, have enough five stars. And, and goes, that was the issue with the Giants. Right. The Giants fought hard. They just didn't have enough five stars. Yep. And, I, and by the way, are you sold on Daniel Jones? Because he had him and Dak had the best game of their lives two, a week, two weeks ago, and then they kind of went back to what they've been too, too often. If you were the Giants, would you keep rolling with Daniel Jones? I'll keep rolling with, with Daniel Jones, and here's why. He's the best option you have outside of going outside to overpay for an individual. I think you can bring Daniel Jones in at a, in, a, in a serviceable deal where you're not overpaying him because he doesn't really have that leverage. And then when you factor in another year with that offensive staff, Right, You saw what they were able to do in year one with Daniel Jones, being able to limit the turnovers, getting pretty efficient play, and also, too, doing it with nobody that is noteworthy in regards to pass catchers. You know what I'm saying? So I think that is the best option instead of going outside of the building and and probably overpaying for a guy who has a more established name than Daniel Jones. So I think he is warranted. He, he should receive an extension. But I'm not sitting here saying you should pay him $40-plus million a year. No, no, because he's not deserving of that. Clearly something in the, in the early 30s or something like that I think is a fair deal for both parties. Brian McFadden, um, are you surprised that Purdy has had all the success he's had? He's undefeated, by the way, since he took over and now playing for a chance to go to the Super Bowl. People talk about the Shanahan system. System or is this kid making plays? Is he making the kind of plays that you have to make in these big time games? It's a little bit of both. Clearly, the system is quarterback friendly, but the reason why I believe and I need to give we need to give 
uh, Brock Purdy some tribute as well. He's done a great job in taking care of, in taking advantage of the opportunities. You know what I'm saying? Because if you look at the numbers since he's become the the, the quarterback there in San Francisco, everything has increased. Everything, right? In totality, as an offense, points scored per ball game, total yards, everything has increased. So clearly, he has really provided more production than Jimmy Garoppolo did, and clearly more production than Trey Lance when he was in there in the lineup short term early in the year as well. So yes, he is, it's a quarterback friendly offense. He has a lot of five star like guys surrounding him. You know what I mean? In that offense, but Purdy has done more than a serviceable job in regards to being the quarterback. And because of that, he is where he is right now, currently getting ready to play in the NFC Championship game. Right. It is Brian McFadden, BMAC, former uh, Super Bowl champion with the Steelers and a proud no here on the waitfor.com hotline. Hey, which proud get, no. Proud the, no. Yes, these, sir. These are glorious days we're living in. Uh, real quick, Brian, since you <laughs> mentioned uh, Brock Purdy, he's raised the bar for those late-round draft picks, Mr. Irrelevant. I say Carl agrees. We didn't really get to see enough of Desmond Ritter, but what did you? What do you think of him? How much of a shot do you give him going into next season? Yeah, I, I like Des. I, I really like Desmond coming from Cincinnati. Uh, I, I think he has an opportunity to be a quarterback now. I'm at. I'm answering your question under the assumption that Lamar Jackson is not in the fold, right? Right. So if you don't go get a guy like a Lamar Jackson, I'll roll the dice with uh, with Desmond Ritter. You know what I mean? No, but let's keep it real. You got to add some pieces around him. You know, I think Drake London, as long as he's playing without those sleeves, where he's not fumbling the ball, I, I really, I, yeah, I, I hate those sleeves. By the way, I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. But I think he he has a chance to be a real, real big time playmaker for the offense next year. You know who Kyle Pitts is, right? right. You know who he is. You know he's a he's a big time baller. Um, I love Cordell Patterson. You need to add some pieces if you're if you're going to ride with the young quarterback. Start start stealing the game plans from other other teams in the National Football League that are having success. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Look at Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts became a better quarterback when when they did what acquired AJ Brown. Right. Added, you know, some more draft pieces in the in the draft. You know what I mean? Look at Brock Purdy. As you want to use, utilize him as an example, he has a proven number one playmaker in Debo Samuel, a top tier tight end in George Kittle. You know what I mean? Then you bring in Christian McCaffrey. So if you want to ride with Desmond Ritter, that's okay. But if you want to get the best out of Desmond Ritter, add pieces that are solidified already in this league that can really take some pressure off of Ritter's plate, so he can f- perform at his best. Great stuff. BMAC, man, looking forward to these games. Appreciate you stopping by. Guys, follow him on social media. Check him out on CBSSports.com. Check out the podcast with him and Patrick Peterson as well. Mm. I just tweeted it out now. All right? You told me I could. So I put it out there, man, Patrick. Man, you can do – listen, you know y'all family. Even though I don't drink, I'm still waiting on my hey, man. All right, all right. <laughs> don't drink. I'm still waiting on my hey, man. And our next podcast episode that we will be dropping next week, probably early Monday or Tuesday, we got Urban Meyer on the show. Wow. Okay. I can't wait to hear that. All right, well, then that. we will – if you don't drink, we'll send you – I guess that's a $10 uh, paperweight. We'll send it to you. <laughs> all right, man. No, I want the actual beverage, but what? I'm just going – you know, I just want to – I'm going to use it as memorabilia. Yeah, you're going to flex. You're going to flex right. with it. All right, cool, man. <laughs> Brian, thank you so much, bro. We'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Um, interesting stuff there, man, from him. And, again, he's talking about this is what this is what free agents guys do. I don't know what you think Patrick Peterson has got left. He played really well for the Vikings. We're talking about adding another corner. 
That does not mean we don't draft another corner, Mike, potentially. But, but you could use a guy like that on a one or two year. Again, you're not going to, you know, at this point, you're not backing up the Brinks truck. No. But I, I think, I, like years ago when the Falcons brought in Asante Samuel, yep. you can never have too many guys like that. I totally agree. All right, we got plenty more to get to, guys. Yeah, man, no man's on the way. It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 929 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Mac for stopping by. Brian McFadden also coming up a little bit later on. Friend of the show, Harry Douglas, in the 6 o'clock hours. We continue to get ready for the AFC-NFC championship games. Coming up. In the 4 o'clock, guys, we will talk more about Warren McClendon, uh, what he is going to do. And Stetson Bennett's not going to participate in the Senior Bowl. Poll question's up. Guy asked us, Mark Randall, what is he going to gain? Mark, it's about improving your draft status. It's about improving your stock. Yes, right now he's projected to be a fifth or sixth rounder. So perhaps a team sees you in person, and then that scout or the coach is there. And then you the phrase I used to talk to one of our guys on our Twitch feed all it takes is one team to fall in love with you, and all of a sudden they now you've get now you're making fourth or third round money, which I'd rather make an extra half million dollars a year. That's just me. Call me crazy, but uh, you know if it's Stetson Bennett, maybe you know maybe he doesn't need it. I don't know. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, you do you. I don't get it. We'll talk about it coming up next hour. Right now, let's get to Yeah Man, No Man. It's time for Yeah Man, No Man. Kind of makes me wonder why the hell so many people are trying to tell me to slow down. Seems like we should be shutting the hell up and enjoying the show. He's six foot one. Not really. From Florida, Kennesaw State. And gives rapid fire questions. <laughs> it's the executive producer of the Dukes and Bell Show, Bo Morgan. Brought to you by the W Sauce, America's Worcestershire Sauce, bigger, better, bolder. We had a great time yesterday out at uh, Atlanta United's training facility, training grounds, and right. uh, thanks again to Garth Lagerway and. Gonzalo Pineda. Gonzalo was great, man, at the end of the show yesterday, if you missed it. Yeah, and I know that uh, like, like just like Falcon fans or Braves fans or Hawks fans, you know, you got uh, the full spectrum, and a lot of guys are down on Pineda for the handling of Joseph, and I think at some point you got to say Joseph's, you know, responsible for a lot of the stuff that happened last year. Sorry. But 
our first chance to be face to face. We'd spoken to him on the phone. We'd seen him, but to really talk to the guy, he's super impressive in person. Now they got to put some pieces together and, and build this thing around it. Lagerways stripping the dead weight and trying to find some guys. So we'll see where it goes. Good times yesterday, Bo. Uh, and again, thanks for everybody who was out there at the training grounds for helping us out. What do you got going on today, Bo? Yeah, I left there and um, went and got some Mexican food. We went to oh. the Mexican restaurant. I had to warm. It was cold out there. I mean, I was wearing the beanie mm. yesterday, so I went and warmed up with a little chips and salsa. Yeah. You know. Queso? No, we didn't do queso because, well, thank you. You actually led me into what I wanted to ask. See, the, the dish that I got last night kind of has queso on it. Oh. So I got the, what is it, the um, the chori polo, which is the, the, the grilled chicken, and they take queso and put on it, and they put chorizo on it. And then you get the rice and refried beans, and nice. it's really good. I'm, I'm also a big fan of carne asada. Yes. Right, right. But, uh, you know, it got me to thinking is everybody, I feel like everybody gets something different. When they, like, I look at, you go with a group, and there's always, nobody gets the same thing at a, mm. you know, a traditional Mexican restaurant. So, and Chris can join in this too if he, you know, if, if he actually uh, likes uh, diverse foods. But what's your, uh, what's your favorite thing at the Mexican restaurant? Well, listen, I can never get enough queso. I ordered the mm. queso with the jalapenos in it to start, right? Right. And then bring me extra queso because I'm going to put it on whatever I order. Whether it's enchiladas, uh, carne asada, it doesn't matter. I don't care what I order. I can never have enough queso. I, that's just where I'm at. But what do I order? <laughs> it's either fajitas, all right, mm. or it's going to be enchiladas for me. That's kind of where I'm at. Right. One or the other, depending on what kind of mood I'm in. But it's I don't stray away too far from those two things. Man, one of those places I used to love when I lived in Midtown was Escorpion. Remember there? You I took you down yeah. there a couple times. Yeah. They had some unbelievable. They would do the queso with chorizo. So you'd have the chunks of the chorizo, and oh man, that was just money. I'm with spicy. Carl. I like them, as they say, where you're from, Squid. I like them sizzling fajitters. No, it's fajitas. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some of that jalapeno and the fajitters. But no, I love I love fajitas and I love empanadas. I love empanadas. Ooh. If you get those, all right. Real quick, I'll make it 30 seconds. The one time I made the mistake of flying Spirit Airlines down to Fort Lauderdale, uh, in the Fort Lauderdale airport, and the, wherever Spirit is, they got this little mom and pop place that has the best empanadas you've ever. I mean, I was like. Unbelievable, real authentic folks from somewhere in Latin America make, pumping out these empanadas at the world's worst airport terminal. Now, I'm a big tamale fan, but not everybody mm. does them great. So uh, it's, right. and I'm spoiled because, you know, in Texas you get traditional tamales, but I'm a big tamale fan too. But yeah, man, you're right about those. Those are good too. I never get the fajitas because, you know, normally the most expensive thing on the menu. Hold on, pick, the, your, pick your mic up all of a sudden. It sounds yeah, like you're, you're, you're in another room. I just want to make sure you're, you're sounding right. Yeah, we're going to your mic access right there. Make sure everybody's hearing Bo Morgan. It's, yeah, man, no. Oh, man. Yeah. There, there we go. go. All, All right. right. Go ahead. I'm a big f- like I don't get the fajitas most of the time because they're normally the most expensive thing you get in the menu. And you know, Chris and I, we live on budgets. Unlike, you know, you guys. So, but <laughs> every right, time on, you're telling me you can't spread an extra two dollars on your No, order. it's always like four or five. Chris, aren't fajitas always like four or five up six dollars more? Then what it is not exactly bang for your buck. And let's be honest, when you're hungry. And those things come out sizzling, and you got to wait ten minutes for them to cool down. <laughs> I'm not trying to wait. But I'm not he- trying to wait. Scald your mouth. Get in there. Get but in there. Here's the thing. How freaking good and jealous do you get if you don't get the fajitas and someone else? Because right. when they come out, I'm like, oh man, I wish I had got the fajitas. It's and then, true. And then it's true. the sizzling goodness, and you get plate envy. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. The but the then onions, you realize the peppers, that, the, the right. sour cream. Oh yeah, you're absolutely right. But then, you, but then you realize that person's bill is gonna be like fifteen dollars more than yours. <laughs> so you feel really good about what you did. All right, listen. By the way, I just looked at the place. It was in my old building. Oh, yeah. Uh, Senior Patron, which is a good little spot. I mean, 
I got to be honest with you, bro. The uh, I'm looking at the what is uh, it, bro? The fajitas, bro. <laughs> is an extra two dollars. It's two dollars more than your standard fare. Okay. As far as like burritos, or you know, if you said tamales, other things out is there. Is that I mean, steak or chicken? Oh, uh, it's usually a steak. You're right. Pollo's eleven fifty. Carne asada was sixteen. Five dollars. Yeah, but you're going for prime steak. That's marinated steak. But just admit that my point was well, proven. There is, yes, there is a premium, but it's not going to break the bank. Okay, I mean, sorry if American Express is going to come after you on your fajita bill. Nah, man, ain't worth it. Ain't worth the jump. You can get the regular carne asada for ten dollars. You make your own damn fajitas. Now wait a minute, Chris. What are you talking about? Waiting on these fajitas? You said you didn't get bang for your buck. You get tons of meat on the fajita plate. Uh, they skip. Two things you always get skimped on: Uh-oh. a quesadilla and a fajita. How do you get skimped on a quesadilla? Because it's half a, it's basically half a pizza. It's half, it's on a big serving plate. They, There's at least five pieces. They never, they never fill that that little shell with meat. It's like That's it's what like I'm talking about. You know, Chris you is talking, right. You know, you, you, the you guys, beginning. You two are the crybabies who go on Yelp and ruin people's restaurants. Oh, I hear you, Mike. I, how dare I mean, you? Seriously. I will fight you in the break because I am not a Yelper. Those people are I the mean, scum but, of the but earth. But this is the thing you're going after, like. Yeah, man, I on one of my fajitas, it's almost like you're, uh, what was the scene in Casino with Robert De Niro's character, Ace Rothstein, he's counting the blueberries in the muffins. There's too many blueberries in this muffin, there's none in this one. I didn't realize that you literally counting the piece of chicken in your chicken quesadillas, Chris? You know what? Chris, I got you on this. I got your back. <laughs> Let me tell you something. When you still live on a budget, you want quality and quantity, and you don't right. skimp on either one, or I'm not paying. All right. That's fair. It's fair. By the way, we're... we're, we're I'm on a budget. I can't speak to Mike. I'm on a budget. I mean, don't, don't put us out there like we don't. We spend recklessly, Bo. Right. We just simply like. Okay, fajitas. I'm sorry. Mike spends recklessly. Maybe you live on a budget. I do spend recklessly. I have to, again. But by the way, is the defense of having no kids no longer flying with people? I no. <laughs> I don't know. I, I have always, no kids. No, I always feel like you've got to save for college. Other people got all this. Just, when the dog care. eats better than Bo and I, there's a problem. Okay, he's you know, right about that. Right, I'm going to reframe it. You know, Carl lost my dad. He was pretty young. I've already exceeded my life expectancy. I'm not worried about tomorrow. That's a good one. I'm living for today. That's a good one. Thank that, you. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah. Ah, uh, <laughs> there you go. But Bo, that's I, I know what you're saying. You want quality. You want you want quantity. I get it. But if you want the steak fajitas next time we go out, I got you. That's really? all I'm saying. You yes. do that for me. I got you, Bo. Chris. We get no steak fajitas, brother. I got you. I mean, and by the way, when we go out to dinner, we always go for the gusto. I mean, let's be honest. We well, get half the appetizers. Well, now he's Mexican yeah. food after all this conversation. Right. right. Well, well it, maybe we should have a you know a, do a field trip, and we haven't done that in a no, while. It's true. And we'll get uh, we'll get. By the way, we got to come up with a nickname next hour for Big Jason. Our, all right. Our, the guys working the cameras for Twitch too. But yeah, let's get we'll get everybody out. I tried JJ because it goes with his last name, but he said his older brother is JJ, oh. and I don't want. I want him to have an OG name, not something that his his brother goes by, too. Well, I was yeah. going to save it. This will take two seconds. I was going to save it for uh, Guy Talk. Remember the uh, movie Live and Let Die? Yeah. Mr. Big. Yafet Koto. So he had his, his number two guy. Remember we were down on the island in Jamaica? It was the dude that ran all the equipment. His name was Whisper. Spoke <laughs> like this. So that's Jason. I say we call Jason Whisper because I've never heard this guy say more than three words at any time. Well, his tone, and he's super soft-spoken. Yes, his tone is, is never up here. It's, it's never. I, I nominate Whisper. Your thoughts? I'm not opposed to whisper. I think I think we roll it around, give it to the you know to seven o'clock. Maybe okay. maybe that's what um maybe that's the way we work in the game winner. Okay. okay. Well, right. how about this? How about on our big trip out to a Mexican restaurant, we pump a couple of tequilas in them and see what the personality <laughs> is that really okay. comes right out. on. That's true. It does change. And, uh, it's a yeah. game changer. Yeah, a little truth serum. I like it. Yeah, it's a game changer.
Yeah, I got you know I like Jason because he was quiet. I said, oh, you'll fit in with a bunch of loudmouths like us. So you know, yeah. you're doing a great job. We're back on Twitch, so I can watch us. We're in, right now. We're coming out of your computer or phone, so check it out. Wolf Blades, by the way, Bo says fajitas is never the most expensive thing on the menu. Where is Bo? Uh, that is Mexican that is, food. Fajitas is always pricier than most everything else on a menu. I don't know where he's getting. Maybe the. The, the, the gas station Mexican food Wolf, uh, Wolf Blade is going to isn't. But I'm telling you, Mike, what was that place beside the old building uh, we used to work at? Uh, you remember that was that, that Mexican place? Yeah, in the back. In the, uh, in Pop, yeah. Is it Papa Do's or Papa Cito's or whatever? Yeah, right, it's off of, uh, yeah, right off of Buckhead Loop. Yeah, those, yeah. Uh, those, those, those Fajitas were always super expensive. Because oh, I remember. Those are great, though. Papa Cito's. They are great. The They're really good. Amazing, yeah. My old, right. Our old boss took us one time. Bob the Builder took us, and I was like, "Can I get whatever I want?" He's like, "Yeah, I got fajitas." Yeah, They're, no, you're right. I mean, get get all the sides and all the, the the stuff that goes with it. Great response, guys. Appreciate it. And Jacob says, uh, "Squid, we don't get extra beer money. Stop it." Yeah, <laughs> I don't have my retirement in liquid form. Mike wow. says it all the time. You pay for quality, folks. Right. Thank you. Okay. Yes, I know for some people, ten ninety nine. $211.99 is a bit much for a six-pack, but there's excellence. And when you pee, you will be peeing excellence because technically you're only renting our beer. Wait a but minute. But excellence will be flowing through you. Time out. $10.99, when did it go down? Well, I mean, some it, your mileage may vary. As I said, some package stores may have it in ten okay. ninety nine. Yeah, we, we prefer that our we prefer it be placed since this is our supplemental four hundred one k at eleven ninety nine. Yes. We think there's tremendous value for the flavor. It's unbelievable value. I have gone into stores and asked for a manager when I've seen it priced at the wrong price. Okay, I have done this. No. Why is this well, beer ninety nine? You're pricing people out of your beer. No, wow. no, I'm not. Wow, look, wow, we're on the shelf with all the that, other Chris? premium IPAs. You know what, Mike? Bo? You know what? When they modeled, when they, when the Duesenberg was going up against Henry Ford, they said people will pay a premium for a better product. Thank you. All right. Well, we're me and me and Turtle. We're ballers on a budget, and you know what you can get with a but with a, with a budgetary what the W sauce because it's it's priced <laughs> right, and that's my product, and it's bigger, it's better, and it's bolder than your beer. And you can go to WSauce.com. You can find a retailer near you, and you can get it at Amazon because you know what. I'm a man of the, I'm a real man of the people. And don't forget my friends at the Georgia Hemp Company, the Georgia Hemp Company, Hemp, I can't speak, hempcompany.com. Use the code SQUIDBILLY10. You'll get 10% off your CBD needs because I know you guys are on a budget with all of your needs. Turtle, hit our music. Hey, by the way, just randomly, I chose, I just Googled Mexican restaurant. First one that showed up was Pancho's, and the fajitas are not the most expensive thing on the menu. Okay. So all they right. have other. Is it top other three? Items. It's in, the, it's in the top three. All right, here, here's what we're going to do, and we'll put this together. We're not going to do it immediately, but we're, we're going to go to three different Mexican food places recommended by our listeners, right. and we're going to do three field trips, all right? And we're going to find out from three different places, based on our listeners' eating habits, right. where we're going to go for Mexican food, all right? We'll do this here over the next few weeks. We'll put it together. We'll tell you guys about it, and we're going to take your suggestions. Coming up, though, we got to talk about what is going on with Stetson Bennett. Guy just hit us up, Mike. He said, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Stetson Bennett is a, a projected third-round pick. No, he's not. Who are you talking to? Stetson Bennett the fourth. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 